I want to help. I want to contribute around the house. But when my back goes out and I literally can't get up and move, I I am stuck in the chair or I'm stuck in the bed. You have to help me to the bathroom. You have to help me from one room to the other. How painfully difficult it is to not be self-reliant and and how I have to humble myself and accept your grace-filled ways that you serve me. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to gracefully accept help from your spouse. How to gracefully receive help from your spouse. Accept is okay, too. I actually like this. (laughs) I did it. I did it. What? I didn't do it. Oh, it's not how we have it written down. Wrong word. But we'll keep it. So you can say you're a one hit wonder. You're a one take wonder. I could do it one more no, time. No, that's you good want. enough. I don't want you to do it again. We'll do it your way. Thank you. One of the things you don't know about our podcast is we always do it on Monday afternoon, and I have a standing um, meeting at 1.30 with a friend of mine at Starbucks, and Starbucks clings to you. I mean, it hangs on. And it's gross. I don't like coffee to begin with, but the smell of Starbucks coffee is just, I'm sorry to all you Starbucks lovers out there, but oh, it's just gross, and his clothes it just clings, and he smells like grossness. Hi. <laughs> Remember that commercial? Yes. That morning breath one. <laughs> Such a good commercial. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Oh, that's super funny. I yeah. think it's funny. I thought we could talk about this weekend and the fact that my back was totally destroyed again. Oh, and yeah. how difficult it can be to actually accept help from your spouse. Right. I don't want you to have to serve me hand and foot. I don't expect you to be my slave. I don't expect you to, you know, be at my beck and call. I want to help. I want to contribute around the house. I want to do all those things that is part of a good, healthy marriage relationship. But when my back goes out and I literally can't get up and move, I I am stuck in the chair or I'm stuck in the bed. You have to help me to the bathroom. You have to help me from one room to the other how painfully difficult it is to not be self-reliant and and how I have to humble myself um, and accept your loving, wonderful, grace-filled ways that you serve me. This might be a good one for men who want to be self-reliant, who want to pull themselves up by their own bootstraps and be strong enough. And when we can't be strong enough, how to gracefully receive help. Right. I think that's a a big one for men, yes. But I think for you in particular, it's difficult because you also, part of your story is not wanting to be an inconvenience. Oh, hugely. And so that when you can't do things for yourself, that triggers that inconvenience piece. It drives me a little crazy because it's like, I'm not an in, I'm not being inconvenienced. And so when you have that sense that, that you're being an inconvenience, I have to actually work very hard to not get frustrated or irritated with you yeah. when that stirs up in you because it makes me feel like what I'm doing isn't of value to you. That's actually a good connector point because our stories, the history that I have, that I grew up in, my story, the story that you bring in because of your the way you grew up, 
even again, after 26 years of marriage, still gets in the way of how we interact with each other. Because you're right, I don't want to inconvenience you. And it's not a healthy way to relate to you. I need to learn how to, again, graciously receive. The the interesting thing is, I like taking care of you when you aren't feeling well. It makes me feel good to do those things for you. So... When it feels like you don't want them, or um, or it it makes you uncomfortable, it takes something from me when when I'm doing that for you. And I have to sometimes use the phrase, you know, I'll pay you a quarter <laughs> if you'll go get me a glass of water because I can't get out of the chair right now because I can't move, my back's broken. Right. It's a way to ease my own conscience. Right. Instead of going, I trust that you're going to love me. Even when I burden you, even when I inconvenience you, I am still lovable and good enough. Back to a shame piece. I mean, shame's a big popular buzzword right now, but it really is. is, Am I good enough? Am I lovable enough when it's unfair? When you are carrying more weight and I can't carry my own load, do you still love me? Am I still lovable? Of course. You're always lovable. Until. Uh, (laughs) There's an until. Is it until? Oh, no. No, not really. But when you don't feel like that you can let me take care of stuff and then you start to get up and try to do things, that's when it's really hard for me to love you through that. It makes me frustrated. It's like, come on. You're not helping anybody by doing that. Well, do you remember? Do you remember the conversation we had? That it was a major shift in my in my paradigm. Mm-hmm. For those who haven't heard the story, when I was much unhealthier, much more unhealthy right. in in kind of how I viewed my own self worth, um, I can remember laying in the bed, which is upstairs. Um, in the main living area, our bedrooms off the main living area. And when I was stuck in bed because my back was really, really bad, I was probably in bed for a week during that bout. Um, I was listening to Shannon fighting with the kids, just doing normal mothering stuff because the kids were being normal, you know, crappy kids. And you were just having to, you know, fight with them to get them them to do their chores or whatever it was. And the emotional distress that it was causing in me because I thought I was burdening her and she was having to do all this stuff, I can remember I rolled out of bed and on my, on my hands and knees, I crawled out of the bedroom into the kitchen and I pulled myself up in front of the sink and started doing the dishes. If I could do something to help out, then I would be good enough. I would be pulling my own weight. I would be doing something that is valuable. And it was such a transforming experience because Shannon came in to the kitchen and she stopped and she looked at me and she says, what the hell are you doing? She was mad at me. And I said, honey, I'm I'm sitting in the bedroom and I'm just, I'm listening to you having a fight with the kids and I'm so sorry that you have to be, you know, doing so much extra work and I'm not here to help you. And I can remember you walked around to the other side of me and you said, do you know what this actually communicates to me? It makes me think that you don't think I'm capable of handling it. And that was such a revelation to me. It was such a light bulb moment for me because it's like, oh, I didn't realize there's a whole nother message I could be sending you. (laughs) The only message that I could be sending you is I love you and I'm helping out and you should be grateful because I'm doing the dishes Right, while I'm in pain. While I'm in pain. But the reality was she's right. I was communicating to her that I actually didn't think she was capable of, of handling it. I had a very low opinion of my wife's capabilities. 
I can remember putting the dishes down and I and I it was it was like a light bulb came on. I said, "Wow, I never even considered that and that makes perfect sense. I'm sorry for communicating that to you." can you help me back to bed? And so she helped me get back into bed. That is when I started to kind of work through my story right. and see if I could sit in the emotional pain, the internal pain I had of listening to her struggle, you know, with the kids, instead of deal with the physical pain of my back, I would actually deal with the, I would rather deal with the physical pain that I had than the emotional pain. And now I've had learned how to swap that out. And, and fortunately, I think I've gotten better at right. letting you help me and care for me when right. I'm broken. The other thing that I also shared with you at some point, not that particular time, when you actually try to get up and do things when mm-hmm. you're injured, when your back is out, it doesn't show that you're actually taking care of yourself right. and wanting you yeah. yourself to get better. And the more that you do, the worse that your back gets, yeah. which in the grand scheme of things affects my safety sure. because now you can do less now because you're injured. Right. And which means you can't probably go to work or the yeah. possibility of you being able to go to work yeah. is slim. Or if I truly needed you for something, now you've just extended that yeah. period where you're flat on your back for longer because yeah. you were doing something when you didn't yeah. need to. Yeah. I, I so, make it worse rather than make it better. Right. Yeah. And it's so counterintuitive to what you would think. You yeah. think that you are actually being helpful, but you're not considering the whole picture. One of the things that stands out to me as we kind of come up with topics for this podcast and, and as we are kind of just working through our daily stuff in front of the world on this podcast what we're talking about is needs how you have to understand how i need to understand my story um, and how it affects the marriage how you understand your story how you understand my story and and as we start to learn become students of each other our marriage gets better and better this topic is is one of the modules that we go through in the uh, secure marriage framework video series that we are rehashing and and putting together right now while my back has been out this weekend um, i've built about 24 handouts that go with all of the the videos and stuff because this is just one of the six areas that we've got and if we can get better at this in real time in real life like this weekend even in the middle of this video project as we work on understanding each other's needs and how to allow you to meet my needs and how i can meet your needs our marriage gets better and that's exactly what we want to make available for everyone else whose marriage is kind of struggling you want it to get better in some way and you recognize yep we keep having that same fight over and over because my knucklehead husband will not let me help him because of his pride or you know you get mad at him or whatever that is been there done that if you want to learn how to um, kind of work this through in your relationship then we have a couple ways to do that the best way to start is to go to securemarriage.com and we have three free videos that kind of walk through how your story gets in the way of communication and when your communication isn't healthy you either kind of end up on the conflict cycle and instead how to use the six parts of the secure marriage framework to get on to the connection cycle so that even after you pull yourself up in front of the dishes and trying to wash them because I was a knucklehead, just like every other dude out there. Um, you can get connected again, and you can you can work through this stuff so that your marriage right. just gets better and better and better. That's what we want to see for every relationship out there. So if you're interested in doing that, securemarriage.com is the best way to, to start. Then you got a couple options on how to go through those either the video series or even do an in-person live workshop with us. We only take 10 couples for each of those uh, workshops that are scheduled throughout the year. Um, so that you can have in-person, personal 
personalized training. We get to know your story and your issues, and we get to hear all the crazy stories that you've done so that, number one, we feel better, and we know that we're not the only ones who are going through all this crap in our relationship. So please sign up for that to make us feel better. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> How's that work? That's funny. Other than that, thanks for being here. Any other things? Nope, I think that's it. All right. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to securemarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at securemarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We're Paul and Shannon Elmore, and you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. Sam was in my space here. Yeah. You got the extra head pressure. You might have the menopause. Did you brush your teeth? No. Was I supposed to brush my teeth? You changed your clothes so you wouldn't smell like coffee, but your breath smells like coffee. I got a pin in my hand, so I can't do this anymore. (laughs) How to gracefully receive help from your spouse. Oh, that's a mouthful. How to gracefully receive. (laughs) Yeah.